Hello, and welcome to a more perfect podcast. 20 years after 9-11, and we're a shadow of what we used to be as a country. I will never cease to defend the honor and memory of those innocent people who died on September 11th, 2001. Since I was a little boy, September 11th has always been absolutely gut-wrenching for me. I can't watch footage of that day without crying because of the sheer horror of what transpired. 9-11's always been really personal for me. For the past few years, I have not done a 9-11 episode. I thought that it was a day which should be free of politics and should be left to remember those who died and those who are still suffering. I still believe this. However, I have come to realize that if people do not take action and speak against those who would slander, destroy, and recontextualize 9-11, then how much respect are we really paying to those selfless dead who cannot speak for themselves? If we are tolerant of intolerance, then our selflessness will be trampled eventually by the self-interested. I have spoken for years that we do not need or want unity in this country, but tolerance. A true tolerance of opinions and diversity of perspectives is vital to the soul of America. A recognition of common ground does not make two dichotomous perspectives akin to each other, but it does allow them to tolerate each other if fostered correctly. We must be intolerant of intolerance in the name of tolerance, however paradoxical that may be. We can't choose the time to defend history. We can't choose the time to defend America against those who seek to recontextualize and problematize it. But we can choose what to do with the time that is given to us. I choose to defend what I believe is right and what deserves to be honored and remembered. It is important and natural, I think, that we survey where our country is at currently on this solemn day. In 2021, we are letting the terrorists win. The terrorists on 9-11 wanted America to live in fear and not keep calm and not carry on. The terrorists in 2021 have succeeded in convincing us to disrupt our everyday lives to yield to fear. The terrorists in 2021 are the news agencies that seek to terrorize us into submission, the corrupt officials which seek to control our lives via authoritarian overreach, and the useful idiots who parrot the noxious rhetoric of these actors, and those who carry water for the terrorists who are wrecking our great country. I saw a Twitter thread the other day from a dude that I previously really respected. His name is Jonah Goldberg, and at the end of a Twitter thread, he said that whether you think what Biden's doing is a sincere slash legal slash noble effort to fight the pandemic or a tyrannical outrage or a cynical media strategy, it wouldn't be happening if everyone was vaccinated. We'll talk more about what Biden did later on in the episode. 
But for now, you need to understand that those who would say that the government doesn't have to punish you if you would just do the right thing, or if you had just done what the government said, then they wouldn't have to encroach upon your liberties and destroy your freedoms. Those people are carrying water for those who are terrorizing our society and causing us to live in fear. We cannot allow ourselves to be terrified. We must keep calm and we must carry on. We must do what is right for ourselves, by ourselves, when we want to, while respecting other people's right to do the same. We must be the United States of America. The American dream is to dream, and that dream is not to be alienated from us by the circumstances of today. The terrorists of today are legion. For example, anti-American leftists from all angles are problematizing and deconstructing the history of 9-11 in order to add context to the event. Do you know what context means? Like many social justice terms, it doesn't mean what you think it means. Communists, as James Lindsay so aptly puts it, communists share your vocabulary, but they do not share your dictionary. When leftists want to add context to 9-11, it means that the left wants to reframe 9-11 as an attack on the oppressive American empire and slander this beautiful country on a day which we should all be united in our content for ruthless vermin terrorists and our mourning for the 2,977 people who died and those who are still suffering to this day 20 years later. What does adding context look like, you might say? Well, it looks like this. The HuffPost ran an article the other day called The 9-11 Museum Has a Problematic Legacy. Can it be saved? They write that the 9-11 Museum doesn't go far enough in talking about 9-11's complicated legacy. It mentions the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq, the United States as a surveillance state, Islamophobia and racism, the chronic health problems of 9-11's first responders, among many other issues, there are very few moments of confronting uncomfortable truths. Remember what I said in my episode about critical race theory when I talked about counter-storytelling as a strategy of praxis? This is what I meant. This is what I meant. They problematize everything to basically pry it open with the crowbar and then get their woke bullcrap in there. This article writes that this patriotic narrative in the 9-11 Museum says it results in an overly simplistic, they call the patriotism in that museum overly simplistic and uncritical. They say it promotes an excessive sense, an excessive, excessive sense of patriotism and nationalism. Ironically, much what happened immediately after 9-11 itself 
It says, as the 20th anniversary approaches, the museum is facing an existential crisis and financial woes due to its reliance on tourists. It writes that several scholars who have studied the museum and other kinds of memorial museums told HuffPost that the museum is full of crucial problems, like its lack of context. There's also contradictions in its approach, such as trying to appear apolitical while, intentionally or not, presenting visitors with a highly political narrative. Let me tell you something, HuffPost. What you are doing is political. You are trying to politicize the 9-11 Memorial Museum. Everyone that wrote this disgusting article at HuffPost should be absolutely ashamed of themselves. The 9-11 Museum is not problematic, okay? I have visited it myself. I touched it with my own two hands. I saw it with my own two eyes. It is incredibly moving. And whoever's listening to this episode, I recommend that you visit it too. HuffPo should be absolutely ashamed of themselves. So should the assistant professor of political science at Syracuse University. She should be ashamed of herself as well for what she said the other day. She said, we have to be more honest about what 9-11 was and what it wasn't. It was an attack on the heteropatriarchal capitalistic systems that America relies upon to wrangle other countries into passivity. It was an attack on the systems that many white Americans fight to protect. Jen M. Jackson needs to go stick it because she is just a disrespectful, idiotic, toothpick-brained leftist that doesn't know anything about what it means to love this country. She's so imbibed with woke bullcrap in her brain that she literally cannot see the world as anything but oppressive and full of power dynamics. There is no such thing as respect in her mind for a, an, an event which should be revered and remembered by all Americans for the rest of this nation's history. Jen M. Jackson is emblematic of the woke virus that is taking over this freaking country, and it's just disgusting to see them slander the memory of those who died on 9-11. On the 20th anniversary of 9-11, I've scarcely been more frightened about the direction of this nation. Joe Biden has claimed unprecedented authoritarian power to mandate vaccines in private companies with over 100 employees. He has dehumanized millions of unvaccinated people by likening them to a disease instead of acknowledging them as human beings with free will. He has threatened to remove from his way the governors of states which oppose his tyrannical policies. He has threatened to impose he has threatened to impose massive fines at or exceeding $14,000 upon any and all businesses which defy his blatant anti-American power grab. He's also refused 
to take questions or accept any criticism of his orders. The leftist Democratic Party and the weak establishment corporatist Republicans have been silent or horrifically compliant to the supreme leader. The structure of our government in America seems to be eroding before our very eyes. We cannot let this happen. We must act and donate to legitimate legal efforts to fight this tyranny. Nothing comes without a cost. The time to pay the price of freedom has come to our door. It was obvious from the beginning that Biden's policies are dumb. If Biden really wanted to get more people to be vaccinated, then he shouldn't have then he should have done something that would reduce vaccine hesitancy. Joe Biden's admitting that trust has been violated and is is attempting to redress that by force. It's wrong and it should be seen for what it is, ruthlessly malignant leadership. After all, this is the same dude that said we need to build back better. Maybe he meant leveling America to the ground by dividing us against each other and dehumanizing those who oppose his goals to build a new foundation to build back better. After all, you need to level a plot of land before you begin construction. Joe Biden is destroying America. Joe Biden is terrorizing America. Rod Serling put it best. He said, The tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices to be found only in the minds of men. For the record, prejudices can kill, and suspicion can destroy, and a thoughtless, frightened search for a scapegoat has a fallout all its own for the children and the children yet unborn. First responders on 9-11 showcased the very best of America. Regardless of race or class or gender, Americans came together to help each other in our common time of need. The fact that our very own president cannot reflect those basic civic virtues truly strikes at the heart of the corruption this country is dealing with. However, in defending this country, I think we do well to remember that, the, that it is not the actions of a president that make America great. What makes this nation great is the actions of everyday Americans. Our country truly could not move forward without them and their courage. On the 20th anniversary of 9-11, it is important for us to defend their memory, to survey and reflect upon the current state of our country, and to remember those who died and are still suffering from that horrific day. It is up to us to remember the everyday heroes on Flight 93 who crashed their own plane in order to prevent the further loss of innocent American life. 
It's up to us to make the firefighters who sacrifice themselves beneath tons of rubble eternal in our hearts and minds as we move forward as active citizens of this nation. It is up to us to never forget and to always honor the horror of September 11th, 2001. One of the saddest parts of September 11th is knowing how unified we were afterwards and how much that commonality has been utterly eroded by the mass line efforts of anti-American leftism today. There's a Russian proverb which states that one word of truth outweighs the whole world. In the face of overwhelming odds, I hope that the people listening to this podcast can speak that one word of truth and defy the whole world. Always remember 9-11. Always honor that day and respect the sacrifices of those brave men and women who gave themselves up so others did not have to die. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share this podcast to all your friends, to everyone you know. It really helps me. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I am on everywhere podcasts are streamed. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate this podcast five stars and leave a review. Write a review and I will be forever grateful. If you want to support the podcast and click the link in the podcast description and you can get Surfshark VPN and secure your internet today with 81% off of that fantastic program. It truly keeps me safe on the internet and there is no better protection available. You should check Surfshark VPN out today with the link in my podcast description if you would like to support my work. As always, have a more perfect day.